What's up, bud? What's up? BJ, ooh, Daryl bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. I'm BJ. Well, not Daryl, and this week we watch wrestling. Yeah. I didn't watch much WWE, I think, at all. I don't think I watched anything. Did you watch WWE? NXT? No. Me neither. <laughs> I didn't watch NXT this week. this week. Um, I don't know. Even though I heard NXT was good, but still. But we'll still go through for you. When, when it gets spoiled... Right. I'm less inclined to watch it. It's always going to get spoiled yeah. because they put it on the same night as Dynamite. Right. They would go to Tuesdays yeah. or Thursdays permanently. Yeah. We wouldn't have these problems. But before that, let's, I guess, start the week off as we normally do with Monday Night Raw, mm-hmm. brother, brother. Monday Night Raw. Brother, brother. Uh, let's see. Drew McIntyre came to the ring. Uh, talked about Randy Orton and breaking his jaw and stuff. Talking about the... And so, basically, Drew... No, Orton might not make it to Clash of Champions. I might not either. So, he's going to face... Drew McIntyre is going to face Keith Lee next week. And if Keith Lee wins... And Randy Orton can't make it to Clash, then Keith Lee gets a championship match at Clash. That's a little convoluted, but okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Right. Um, oh, and then we got our champion versus champion tag team match. Sweet. The Street Profits as your Raw tag team champions versus SmackDown tag team champions Cesaro and Shinsuke. Nakamura. Um, Cesaro's dope. Yes, Cesaro is dope. But, yeah, he had a... Was it the air put? No, the... Yeah. Twisted World. Yeah, the the swing. The The Cesaro swing. Yeah, that is always fucking fantastic. Every time. Um, But, one of the best looking frog splashes ever. Ever. Still wins it, so... Yeah. tag team champions win. For sure. It should have been just title versus title, because fuck it. Yeah, they don't have enough tag teams over both shows. That's enough for one division, so mm-hmm. just unify them and have one tag team champion. Yeah. And get a new belt that's not so ugly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for some reason, Angel Garza is talking to Lana backstage. Because um, duh. And then Vega shows up, and she says that she's leaving both of them because she's done with their shit. And then they start... Or Garza and Andrade. Right. And then they start fighting. So, Which has been in the making for right. ever now. Yeah. So I'm not surprised. Right. Uh, the Hurt Locker business come to the ring. And... Um, he announces that business is booming. Because, yeah. And because Bobby Lashley has the U.S. Championship. Uh-huh. And Shelton Benjamin is now going to be the platinum standard, I guess. Yes. And, oh, obviously. Right. And Alexander is officially with him. And then they start talking shit about Ricochet and, and Apollo Crews. And so they show up. And then we get Cedric versus Ricochet after that. Right. And Cedric picks up the win. I just was with a decent him. little match. Yeah. 
Goodman's finish was a amazing lumbar check, as you could expect from Ricochet taking that. Right. Like, the lumbar check, yeah, is always a brutal-looking move, but Ricochet sold it like... Like no other? Yeah, it was fantastic. Like only Ricochet can? Mm-hmm. Good job, Mr. Roche. And then uh, lights go out. <gasps> Retribution. And Retribution shows up and cuts another promo. It was a little weird. Like, it was better than the last one, but... You could tell who they so. were. You could tell Dijakovic. You could tell right. Amber Moon. You could tell The Miz. You could tell Mercedes Martinez. Yeah, so... Other people picked out Dio Madden. I wasn't as quick on the uptake of that one. Yeah, I saw Dio Madden. I didn't recognize him. Yeah, so... So, yeah. There's so many people. I I don't know. It's, like, it's really stupid, but I, they need to... At this point, they really need to fucking unmask them soon. Like a clash or something. Especially now that people already know who they are. Yeah. Like, honestly, I would be okay if they ruined every single match at Clash of Champions. That'd be fun. Right? Fuck you guys. Fuck your show. Yeah. It'd be great. It would be fun, actually. <clears throat> no finishes for any match. Fuck it. Fuck your finishes. Yeah. I'm down. Fuck it. Like, someone... Atta- like, someone... Retribution's so big that someone from Retribution attacks... And unmasks every single match. at every single match. That's actually kind of neat idea, right? I like that better than just them being involved in every match. Yeah, personally. Yeah, yeah, and maybe more than one. I don't know. I don't know because if you get eight matches, I don't know. You could have two people in each each one for a beatdown. And you can never have too many people for a beatdown, right? This is going to end up being a fifty man group. Yeah, we fifty people in this fucking thing. Fuck it. Everybody. But fuck it. I mean, they got a uh, hundred some people on their roster. Fuck it. That is true. It's a way to get people on TV. Have them take over. I don't give a shit. Monday Night Retribution. They changed the name from Raw to Retribution. They'll, they'll fucking they'll never fuck it up just like they did. No, they'd be dumb to change their name now. Yeah. But they'll fuck it up just like they did the Nexus. Mm-hmm. Most likely. But anyway, um, then there's some stuff with Adam Pierce and the Hurt Business and security about Retribution taking over the Titan Tron. Right, not on Hurt, hurt Locker's dime, dollar, watch, right, clock, whatever, clock, clock. dollar bill, y'all. <clears throat> dollar, dollar. Uh... Asuka took on Mickey James next for the Raw Women's Championship. Yeah, but Mickey wasn't ready. No, it was a decent little match, but it was. The ending was weird. Um, it didn't look like Mickey tapped out or was out, but right. the ref called it. And I guess the ref thought she might have had a concussion or something, so yep. he called it. Yeah. Um, and she was like, what the fuck? Right. She was fine, but it was the Oscar it was the Orlando screw job. Mm-hmm. The uh, but the finish was supposed to be her tapping out. They just weren't done like it, and it was in seconds away, right? But they just weren't quite there yet. So, but Oscar wins, and then Zelina Vega shows up and says that she's done managing and she's coming after Oscar. She's ready for Oscar. She's just fucking weird. She's going to get crushed. For sure. 
She wrestles too, so fuck it. Why not? Yeah, she's really good. I mean, she's had yeah. a few matches on WWE, I think. Yeah. Or maybe NXT. Yeah. She played AJ. Yeah. In uh, Fighting for My Family or whatever. I did too. <laughs> no, you didn't. Oh, yeah, you're right. I didn't. No. no. That, was, that was totally not me. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Moving on. Uh, Charlie Caruso interviews Keith Lee. Keith Lee. About that match that we were talking about. Yeah, with yeah. with uh, Fung Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. For a chance for a belt if Orton can't make it. Yeah. Um, Lashley took on Eric next from the Viking Raiders. Oh, okay. And Lashley uh, won pretty quick. So, because Ivar is hurt, apparently. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. You can hear it for free in Bud Cops. It sucks. Yeah. Um, it does Sarah suck. Schreiber interviewed Kevin Owens about the whole Aleister Black thing. Okay. And, yeah. And Aleister Black shows up. And then after Owens walks away. And that's what they did. Didn't they have a match? Oh. And then, so, alright, so there has to be, this has to be like, I don't know, the longest fucking hallway to the underground. Okay. Because this is the only explanation. All from the door, right? Yeah, because this is the second week in a row. And I mean, I guess if it is the underground, maybe this is just like a bunch of stairs or, I don't know. There's no elevator in the underground, dude. Because like... Braun Showman shows up out of nowhere and he goes in, right? We go to Wild card. Right. Well, it's the underground. Anything goes. Oh. But we go to commercial break. We do like a bunch of stuff, which we'll go through in a second. But then later we see Braun Strowman walk into the underground. It must have taken him that long to get there from the door. It must not right. be directly behind that door. You're right. That's what I'm thinking. It's probably like 20 flights of stairs. Yeah. He's tired from going up all those stairs. Right. You have that to go up sense. 20 flights of stairs to get to the elevator that takes you down to the underground. <laughs> That's how it works. Yeah. And it's I a slow know. elevator. <clears throat> it's fucking weird. But anyway. Um, Wrestling. <clears throat> So, Seth Rollins is backstage, and Murphy walks in, and he, uh... Fires him. I don't know what happened. Yeah, I think he fires him at this point, so... I don't know if that's true. He did something. Yeah. Oh, no. He wants Murphy to do something for him. But he keeps slapping him a lot, and Murphy's being his little bitch, so... Yeah, I don't think Murphy's happy. No. With the current situation. No. Uh, oh, we got a kind of like Kit Kat commercial. Give me a break of that Kit Kat bar. Yeah, no. Our truth was talking to the Kit Kat <laughs> uh, in like the performance center. And then he breaks it. And then Liv Morgan walks up and grabs the piece he broke off and then walks away. I didn't realize that was a commercial. Yeah. I thought that's just what happened. Cause well, I mean, it is, but it's one of those like product placement commercial type I just things. figured the R-Truth liked Kit Kats. I didn't think anything of it, yeah. but you're probably right. Made me want They probably paid Kat. for it. Yeah. I want one now that we're talking about it. I know. I wish... Truth is already went to the grocery store. Yeah. God damn it. The dollar store is like right there. But I have to leave. I have to get a mask. And... Right. It's a whole thing. Yeah. I'm already showered. 
Uh, all right. Charlie Caruso interviews the Mysterio, or the whole Mysterio family is back again. Yes. So that was pretty cool. Um, and we're going to have a steel, their steel cage match next. Solid steel cage, Solid brother, steel, brother. Yeah. With uh, Seth Rollins versus Dominic Mysterio. Because why not? And this was fucking fantastic. Was it? Yeah. Um, and Seth Rollins ends up picking up the win with, a, it took two stomps too. Oh, damn. It was great, yeah. And uh, when he gets out of the... Then Seth Rollins goes to leave and embraces Murphy and then just attacks the shit out of him. Fuck you, Murphy. Um, Yeah. Now he's fired. Right. Now he's fired. And um, after the Mysterio family, like, walks up in the ring to help Dominic and it was pretty interesting because Murphy was like laid out by the steps Mm -hmm. and when Aaliyah went to go in she like kind of checked on Murphy first before she went in to get her brother Oh, so that was kind of a little interesting dynamic and there's rumor that she might be hooking up be coming in yeah Mr. Murphy more into storylines here, so. All right, Murphy. It's pretty interesting. Talking yeah. to one buddy. Yeah. Or the other way around. Um, oh, so Dolph Ziggler was on commentary earlier. Uh, yeah. I forget who's not there this week. Smoke. But um, now he's in Smoke the underground. Smoke not there this week. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But now he's in the underground. Underground. Um, and. Under the ground. He beats some guy into submission, and then Riddick Moss steps up, um, and fight back and forth a little bit, and then this is where Braun shows up. So we had that whole steel cage match. Right. And took Braun that long to get there. That long to get there. It's probably a good 20 minutes. That's fucking ridiculous. Right. Braun's slow, though. Um, He's got bad knees. But he took out Moss and Ziggler. Right. He's the monster among men. Yeah. Then we got an interview with Drew McIntyre again about uh, that match, and then Lee shows up and um, demands a match. Except they already have one. Yeah. And then Lee puts his hand on McIntyre's shoulder. McIntyre slaps it away, and McIntyre don't do that again. And so he did it again, and then. Uh, McIntyre just punched him in the face and then they started fighting. Take that, Keith Lee. So, and, uh, and then they got broken up. Right. With the, um, you can't fight until you're yeah. supposed to fight. Right. And then Titus ne- O'Neil. Then Titus O'Neil shows up. I didn't know he, he must go there. real fast. Yeah, he must go real fast because he showed up and was let in and then he was already in the underground. He must have time warped or something. Maybe you gotta pass some kind of test. Maybe. What is your favorite color? Silver. That is wrong. (laughs) Um, Mine's clear. Nice. It's a good color. Right? Um, But Braun Strowman's in there still killing guys. And then Titus uh, takes down Strowman and Strowman gets up and chokes out Titus. And then Shane breaks it up because Titus is dying. Oh, well. So. This is the fucking underground. Yeah. Um, and then we get Kevin Owens versus Alistair Black. 
It was already in uh, ring shape. Um, it was already going when we come back from commercial too. Right, fuck it. Um, and the lights flicker, which distracted Black, and Owens hit the stunner. Yep. And won. So. Um, we got the Riot Squad versus Natalia and Lana. Yeah. Um, Lana lost really quick. And then Naya and Shayna showed up and attacked Natalia. And then grabbed Lana and threw, they slammed her through a fucking tape, the table, which Take. is pretty dope. Take that. It's the, probably the hardest bump Lana's ever taken. The table bump? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. sure. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is great. They even add in here the review that I have that Michael Cole says no company cares about their fans more than WWE. That's why they made the Thunderdome. Oh, But yeah. anyway. Uh, That's because they care, for sure. Right. Obviously. It's too obvious. Yeah. And we're back in the um, underground, and Not Braun Strowman's beating up some more people. And then Riddick Moss shows back up, and Strowman knocks him down. And then Ziggler shows up, and they both show up. And Strowman fights him off. And um, then Dabo Kato shows up. Uh-oh. Right. And next week, we're going to get Dabo Kato versus Braun Strowman in the underground. All right, boys, let's go. I mean, that honestly, I hope. That could be interesting. Yes. Two fucking huge-ass guys. It's going to be a big fucking hoss fight. It's great. Yeah. Uh, Drew McIntyre takes on Keith Lee next. Made of it. And Retribution shows up. Yep. And then, um, so it was a no contest. And uh, the dope part was so like shit ton of retribution people hit the ring, and then the fucking hurt locker. They try to fi- yeah the fucking hurt locker business show up looking badass as hell. They are badass as hell. They're like, badass as they now. are the best thing on Raw. Who if you would have told me in 2019 that MVP was going to show up and be the best part of Raw for six months. <laughs> Like with Bobby Lashley, right? With yeah, Bobby Lashley. no fucking way. No, here it is. And Shelton Benjamin. And now like, they're and bringing like, fucking yeah, uh, Cruz with them too. Right, right. Cruz is coming up. Ricochet, yeah, they had these dope you know, suits on, there. and they right. just looked like four badass motherfuckers, mm-hmm. and they came and cleared fucking house. Yeah, and the cut off the air with uh, Drew and Keith Lee doing fucking flips and shit over the top rope into everybody. Everybody, fuck them all. And then that was Raw. That was Raw, brother, brother. Yep. That'll take us on to our run-through of Dark, which I actually watched some of this week. I watched all of it, I skipped through a lot of Um, matches. Yeah. And I might... I'm gonna comment at least on one match, so, obviously. Uh, Brandy Rose... Took on Red Velvet. I did watch this one. It wasn't very good. Brandy Rhodes wins. Yeah. Uh, Butcher. Her punches are the fucking worst. Brandy's. Oh, yeah. my God. Red Velvet's very attractive, though. Yes. Um, well, I think it's Brandy. Also true. true. But, yeah. So was Dustin. Yeah. He was there. Right. Uh, the Butcher and the Blade mm-hmm. versus Daniel Garcia and Kevin Blackwood. It was during this match I remembered I can fast forward through this and yeah. fast forward through it. But Butcher and the Blade won. Yes. 
Uh, Penelope Ford took on Danny Jordan. I did watch this because I'm always going to watch my girl Danny J. Fuck yeah. But Penelope Ford picked up the victory here. Uh, the FTW World Heavyweight Champion, Brian Cage, took on fucking Megabyte Ronnie. I did watch this as well. I did too. Megabyte Ronnie was dope. Yes. He was dope eating cake on BTE this Correct. week. But he's still dope wrestling, but he did not win against the FTE World Heavyweight no. Champion, Brian Cage. But I do love... Uh, I do love Megabyte Ryan. Yeah, me too. He's my favorite. He's excellent. And um, I might have even had this for news and rumors, but I'm going to throw this in here too. He, uh, Someone said on Twitter that, you know, he was a comedy act um, because he used the hot dog and stuff mm-hmm. and, uh, for the elbow. Right. And he's like, no, that, that gives me extra momentum by holding that hot dog because my arm's, you know, heavier and, you know, so it's the, that's why that elbow's my finisher because. And he doesn't get disqualified for having a hot dog. No. You don't get DQ'd for that. No. Press the you got <clears throat> But anyway, Santana and Ortiz took on Gri- Griff Garris- Garson and Brian Pillman Jr. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will Hobbs took on Jesse Sorensen. Will Hobbs is all elite. Yeah, he And is. be Jesse Sorensen. Yeah. I had that for news and rumors. I did too. Yeah, he got signed. Yeah. And it was all because of his showing in the uh, Battle Royal. Yeah, we'll talk about him later. Yeah. Uh, Ivelisse and Diamante took on Skylar Moore and Ray Chanel. Yeah, and they won as right, well. Ivelisse and Diamante. Yep. Yep. Colt Cabana taking boom, boom. on QT Marshall. I did watch this as well, and this Me was too. a good match. Mm-hmm. Colt Cabana picked up the victory. Yeah, he did. Boom, boom. Thanks to some <coughs> accidental assistance from the Dark Order. Yeah. Stu didn't mean to do that. No. He slipped. Right. Um, then, match of the night, uh, Brandon Cutler taking on Peter Avalon. Yes. Ended in double countout. Double countout, which uh, was excellent. I loved it. Like... Yeah, because this has been building up for a ever. year, yeah, like, a year pretty much. Yeah, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they told, you know, this was one of those very good storytelling matches. And I'm I turned I turned dark off after this match. Yeah, I'm glad it ended in double count. Me too. We need to keep this going. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I thought Leva Bates did a good job too of yeah. trying to be neutral. I hope it's at the pre-show on the buy-in for um Firefest or whatever no, next full, full gear. gear full gear they should yeah I'd be okay stretch it out to that long yeah somehow. why not uh alright and then the best friends took on Max Stardom and Dante Smiley best friends won mm-hmm. and the Dark Order took on Private Party Billy and Austin Gunn and the Dark Order won Dark Order won Hashtag yep. join Dark Order. Correct. And that was AEW Dark. Yep. And that takes us on to AEW Dynamite, Creeper Creeper. Yep. We started the show with wrestling. Uh, kind of. Um, because, yeah, well, I think the Jurassic, yeah, Jurassic Express and after, Jurassic Express was coming to the ring and yes. the Young Bucks came down mm-hmm. and just super kicked the ref. And left. And then left. And walked backstage and threw some money at Tony Khan and then walked past FTR and 
left. It was pretty fun. Yeah. And then FTR came to the ring to wrestle Jurassic Express. Correct. And they won. And they did. Because uh, they're the tag team champions. Right. Champions actually win in this division, yeah. unlike WWE, where the champions only win at pay-per-views when the belt's on the line. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, how else are you going to determine number one contender by who beats the champion? Right. Duh. Stupid. Um, <clears throat> yeah. But I mean, it was really good. There were times that I thought... The match, yeah, the match was excellent. Mm-hmm. Jungle Boy's fucking fantastic. Yeah. So good. Um... He needs a uh, singles feud with MJF. Quick, yeah. fast, and in a hurry. Yeah. Um, oh, Matt Hardy was laid out backstage, and Private Party was there. And then Chris Jericho and Hagar walk up. Yeah. And they have the bat, basically. Floyd, yeah. Yeah. Saying that they didn't say it, but they were pretty much the They implied they did it, right? Yeah. Poor Matt. So. And then we got. Oh, fucking another fantastic match. Frankie Kazarian versus Hangman Adam Page. Mm-hmm. Like, I liked, uh, so I read Melter's take on this match. Yes. Um, he said this would have been, like, a great G1-style match. Mm-hmm. Like, this was, yeah. It was a good match. Yeah. I liked it. I really did, too. Um, and Hangman picks up the win. Yeah, he did. Oh, and Kenny Omega was on commentary. During this whole thing. He walked and away was, as soon as Omega won, or as soon as Hangman won, and then mm-hmm. Hangman was kind of looking for him to see if he came to celebrate with him, and yeah. was kind of upset that he wasn't there and that he left. Right. And he was taking sh- kind of shots at Hangman throughout the whole match. Too. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah, he was. So, yeah. It was... God, the storyline's so good. It has been good. So good. So good. So good. Mm-hmm. Um... And it's been going MJ, on for over a year. Yeah, MJF took on Sean Dean, crushed him in a fucking commercial break. Basically, yeah. Like they came back for the one, two, three. It was cool, I and mean, they've never done that before, so yeah. it was nice. Yeah, it was interesting to do it like for a change of pace. And then, uh, obviously, he gets on the microphone. But uh, he's MJF. Yeah, and. Demands that Justin Roberts call him the undefeated, undisputed, and uncrowned world champion of all elite wrestling. Right. And he does. Of course he does. He's not only beat up by MJF and Wardlow. Right. Would you? Mm-hmm. I'd say it. Fuck it. What's the guy have? Kurt. Nothing. Nothing. Everybody knows it ain't true. Yeah. He should be, because Moxley cheated, but that's beside the point. Mm-hmm. He's not. And that's what matters. Yeah. Reality. Mm-hmm. Um... Eddie Kingston and his faction come down to the ring. And Eddie Kingston again just fucking... Lights it up. Lights it up, burns the mic down. Like, Jesus Christ. They're family. Would, like, you'd have to wear gloves to touch the mic after he mm-hmm. spoke on it. I'm surprised it isn't fucking melted. It's so hot. Um, but... But, yeah. Good times. Great mm-hmm. taste at McDonald's. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, and it kind of ends with um, basically them telling the Blade they're going to go get his wife back for him. Yeah. Time to take They'll care of shit. We got our shit together. Time to get your shit together. Yep. We're a family. Yep. So. So I guess the bunny's going to be making her mm-hmm. return. Yep, and they're going to be uh, 
going after QT Marshall and Dustin Rhodes, so that'll be a fun. Everybody's game. going after QT Marshall and Dustin Rhodes. Yeah, like Mr. Brody and. Well, I mean, it is kind of shitty at QT Marshall. Like that's a dude's wife, right? What? What the fuck? Um, you work with the guy, man. Yeah. Yeah, don't sleep with someone you work like a coworker's wife. Right. That's worth working sleeping with a coworker that's married. Maybe. I don't well, know the worst thing is both of them work there. The wife you well, work yeah. with, the wife and All you work with the there. husband. Yeah, so that's you, true. you're like double indemnity. Right. It's both. Yeah. Fuck. It never that's works horrible. out. QT's a dick. Right. So. Uh, private party took on the inner circle of Jake Hager and Chris Jericho next. Yeah, the new team. Yeah. And they won too. They did. They're new. They're winning. Mm-hmm. Of course, they're gonna win then. Yeah, oh, Chris Jericho. And that Judas effect actually looked. Yeah, that would look brutal. It looked mm-hmm. stiff. Good times. Yeah. Um, all right. NWA World Women's Championship match: Eva Lee taking on Thunder Rosa. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thunder Rosa obviously wins and retains. Mm-hmm. I had this for news and rumors, but Loser. word on the street is this ended up turning into a shoot fight really? somewhere through, which is why it looks so fucking stiff and brutal. Uh, Apparently, they were having issues backstage beforehand as well, mm-hmm. and communication broke down, and they just started shooting. Yeah, fuck them. And then they're in a tag team next month, next week. Yeah. Because at the end of the match, Diamante beats the fuck out of fucking Thunder Rosa, mm. and Akar Shida comes to the victory or to the aid of the victorious Thunder Rosa. Right. So next week we're going to have Thunder Rosa and her car Sheeta taking on Diamante and Ivalice mm-hmm. in a tag team competition match. Yeah. Player, player. Yeah. See, and to me that, yeah, this is where uh, Evil or uh, Ivalice and Diamante should win. Yeah, fuck yeah. Because that's, that's the thing. Like, so Ivelisse and, or, you know, Thunder Rosa, she's the NWA world champion. And I'm guessing, I'm guessing the clean finish is the probably the reason for the fight backstage. Would yeah. Would be my guess. So, in my opinion, yeah, Thunder Rosa's NWA world champion, Hikaru Shida's, you know, AEW women's champion. In one-on-one matches, yes, they should be Ivelisse and... Or and or Diamante, mm-hmm. but in a tag team match because they're kind of, you know they won that tournament and stuff. Even though it's two singles champions, I think they should lose. To I think a good Diamante. tag team should always be the best right. singles wrestlers. Like a great tag team should always right. be the two best singles wrestlers yes. in a tag team match. Yes. So I hope next week, that's what it is. Um. Oh, Miro is lifting weights, and Kate with Kip Sabian is back there, and Miro's like gets upset or gets pissed, and he's like, "I want to get in the ring. I'm ready to fight." And Kip's like, "No, dude, we gotta have the bachelor party first. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna assume next week we're gonna get a bachelor party, or something. yeah, of some sort." Mm-hmm. So this is my prediction: since Miro is the best man, and I don't know if I've said this before, but I think since he's the best man and the best man's main job is to make sure that the wedding goes off without a hitch, mm-hmm. that this is the first wrestling wedding that actually just finishes with nothing happening. That would be cool, actually. Ruin. Right? That would be cool. Like, they just have a wedding, they walk off, 
and that's that's it. the end of the segment. That's it. Next, they get married because yeah, Nero's there. You're the gonna let any shit happen. Mm-hmm. Be fantastic. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. Yeah, nice change of pace. Great. Uh, Archer and Jake Roberts came down next. Uh, Roberts had a little poem for us. Okay. And it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, and they're going to team up with Brian Cage and Ricky Starks Mm -hmm. um, next week to take on a team that comes down of Moxley and well Moxley comes out and he gets attacked by Starks Mm -hmm. and Cage Cage. and then um, to the rescue right Will, Will Hobbs, Hobbs, the guy we just talked about on Dark, who won and got something. Mm-hmm. So, Jesus, yeah. then Moxley got on the mic and cut a promo and basically said, Darby Allen, you're our third. Get yeah. your ass here next week to Jacksonville because we're going to have us a six-man tag match player player. Yep. And we will. We will. And it's going to be dope. It is going to be dope. And then. And then. Our main event. Main event. Fucking fantastic. This was good. Five-star Chuck we got out of this match. Five-star Trent. This was fucking fantastic. Parking lot brawl. Best friends. Proud proud and proud. Proud, whatever. Proud and powerful. Um, One of the best street fights. Like It was ever. so good. Even Mick Foley was praising how good this street yeah. fight was. Yeah, Mick Foley praised that. Um, I think I had this for News and Rumors, too. I, can, I can't remember... This is the first televised five-star match since, like, 1989. Oh, wow. Or something. Yeah. Like, mon- that, which means Monday Night Raw, WCW Nitro, SmackDown have never had uh, a TNA five-star Impact match. Live from the Impact Zone. Right. Have never had a five-star match on live television. I knew Raw and SmackDown had never had one. Yeah. I never but thought then, about WCW, but it makes sense. Yeah. So. That's really funny. Is that just on the national level that doesn't count territory TV back in the day before there was cable and shit? Well, I'm, it was 1980. I'm saying 1989, so that's like the oh, end Oh, because of... cable was 1989. Yeah, yeah duh. Sorry. Kind of I missed that though. part. That's mm-hmm. an important piece of what you were saying. So, yeah, it was a good street fight, though. And in the it end, was. the best friends pick up the victory. Yeah. And and Sue's there, Trent's mom, to take him out Mm -hmm. in the parking, or in the minivan, and she gives the finger to Santana and Ortiz as they drive off. Yeah. And Dynamite goes off the air. (coughs) Yep. And that takes us on to NXT, cousin, cousin, Mm -hmm. nephew, nephew. Which I do want to watch this today. Um, But we start off with Shotzi Blackheart taking on Io Shirai. I heard this match was fucking killer. Yeah. That's why I want to go back. And it, yeah. Um... For sure, I they said this is like the best NXT women's match, yeah, since like Sasha and Bailey, right? Which is crazy to think about because we've seen a lot of good women's championship matches with Shayna right. Baszler, with fucking Kyrie Sane, right? With Oscar, yeah, um, Asuka, yeah, and uh, Io actually uh, shakes Shotzi's hand at the end, so that's pretty. Cool. It's because it was a good fucking match. So, of course she did. She's a good guy at the moment. Right. So, um, And next week, we're going to have a women's championship number one contender battle royal. 
Yes. And it'll have at least Rhea Ripley, Tegan Knox, Shotzi Blackheart, Raquel Gonzalez, Caden Carter, Zia Lee, Casey Cottonzaro, Indy Hartwell, Aaliyah, Dakota Kai, and Candice fucking Luray. I had this for news and rumors, but I'm a surprise entrant as well. Are you? Yeah, I'm getting immediately eliminated. Oh, fuck. Just as a spoiler. Well, yeah, you're a dude. I'm a comedy spot, obviously, because I'm a dude. Yeah, so. like Santino. Santino. Yes. I do, Actually, get to dress like, I do get to dress like a chick, too, so it's double uh, dope. I was going to say, if you're Santino, you lose quick. If you're Santina, you win. Uh, Dariella. Dariella. I would just say Daria. Daria. Dariella. Dariella guns at your service. Right. You'd have to shave your beard. You'd have to shave your beard. Actually, no. You you kind of look like my... You would look like my fucking uh, Tony Hawk character. Yeah. Yeah. With the beard if With you were a chick. Because yeah. I have the bearded chick as my Tony Hawk character. I need a tank top. Yeah. Um, Desmond Troy took on Tommaso Ciampa next. Champa picks up the ring, or rent the ring. He picked up, that'd be fucking impressive. He picked up the fucking ring. <laughs> he picked up the win. I'm pretty sure the last time we were talking about picking up a ring, we were talking about Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman back before they ruined yeah. Braun Strowman. Yeah. Maybe they can fix him in the underground. Wiki wiki. I don't know why. It just feels appropriate with <laughs> it, the underground. It really does. Um... And then Champa grabs a chair like he's going to beat up that dude. What's his name? Desmond Troy. But then he did. Um, but Jake Atlas shows up. Yep. And um, says that he's going to face Champa next week. So, so we got that to look forward to. Yeah. Jake Atlas getting his ass kicked yeah. by Tomas and Champa. I feel that. I hope that. I was going to say, I really hope they're not going to. Champa is going to be the guy that helps put over the next generation. Like if he turns into like Chris, the kid, already Chris Hero already or something. Considering injuries and shit, I wouldn't be surprised if they're already going that route. And I wouldn't be surprised if it was his idea to go that route. To be yeah, honest, right? He seems like the kind of guy that's going to give back when it's I time just to give back. Like, yeah, he's got more to give. Yeah. I don't know what his health's like, man. He's been injured a lot and some brutal shit, and he's come back quick from. A lot. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I don't know, man. We'll see. Yeah. Um, so, we're supposed to get Drake Maverick and Killian Dane teaming up tonight. I forget who they're facing. But, uh... Guardo Del Fuego. Oh, El yeah. But it was pretty fun this week because, like, Killian Dane really doesn't want... To, to deal with Drake, yeah. right? And I saw on Twitter, like, he was tweeting. He's like... Dude, call me. Like, we got a match next week. We need to talk about this. Killing Dane's totally not calling. And he was ignoring him. And so when he sh when Maverick showed up, um, he's like, no, it's cool. I haven't heard from him, but, like, we'll win. It's, you know, It'll be it's fun. all good. Drake um, Maverick's so good. Mm -hmm. Like, everything he does is excellent. I could watch him go all yeah. fucking day, whether he's working, talking, whatever. I'm all about it. Yeah. Uh... And then Finn Balor cuts a promo on how he's better than Adam Cole, baby. Right, obviously. Mm -hmm. He then, won, so. Right. Uh, Austin Theory heads to the ring and cuts a promo.
small little promo, and he's how he's going to be uh, the number one contender. Well, no, he's going to be a future first ballot Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer, that's right. Yeah, but because he lost to Bronson last week, he's like, that's just a fluke. Anyone come down, and I'll beat your ass. Yep. So Kushida comes down and wins. Yeah, Kushida wins, obviously. Right. He's fucking Kushida. Right. So. Yeah. By submission. Kushida walked in. Mm-hmm. Let me go to the Gargano household. Yeah. Uh, where Candace is bitching about Tegan. And Tegan's going to buy Johnny a new plasma TV. Yeah, but it's their anniversary. Yeah. Um, it was mine, too. Yeah. Yesterday, for me. Two yeah. days ago for you yeah. guys. Four fucking years. Yeah. It's too long, man. Run. I don't know where to run to. She lives in my house. Oh. Uh. I don't know. And I would come crash with you, but that's the first place she'd probably look. Probably. All right. It's right down the road. All right. And it's the most likely place for me to be. Right. So. Um. But yeah. Anyways. They talk about the TV and then the match and the. North American Championship match. And, yeah. um, we get NXT Tag Team Championship. <clears throat> Imperium gets their rematch uh, to try to get their titles back against Brizongo. Yeah, I forgot that happened this week. Mm-hmm. But it totally did. It did. And they didn't. Nope. Brizongo retains. And they're still... Yep, still your NXT, NXT Tag, Tag Team. Team Champions of the World. Yep. With the roll-up, too. Of course. It's the most devastating move in all of professional wrestling. Yeah. Jesse Kamea. Kamea. Huh? Oh, nothing. Just making Kamea. noises. Kamea. Kamea. I have no clue how it's pronounced, dude. Kamehameha. Kamehameha. Uh And Zia Lee teamed up to take on Casey Cotanzaro and Caden Carter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Casey Cotanzaro and Caden Carter pick up the win. Yeah, obviously. They've been... Right kind of pushing them a little bit lately. And yeah. And they tried to shake the hands. Katanzara and Carter tried to shake hands at the end, but Zioli refused. Or she ain't shaking her hands. Bitch. She got pissed and walked on. I would be pissed too. Yeah. Trying to be a good sport over here and you're being a bitch about it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Fuck them. And then Maverick and Killian Dane were arguing backstage. And Dane's like, dude, I'm not teaming with you. And Drake's like, okay, I'll see you out there. And then they walked off together. Yeah, Drake's delusional. Mm-hmm. Um, Tegan Knox cuts a promo about how like she wanted her friend back, but it's not happening. But she's also going to make sure Lorraine's not going to win the Battle Royal. Because she's going to win the Battle Royal. I disagree. I think Tegan Knox is going to get Johnny Gargano a new TV. Mm-hmm. That's what I think is going to happen here. I hope that's the match. That's the stipulation. Winner has to buy, or loser has to buy Johnny Gargano a new TV. Yeah. Well, Candace lives there. That's no fun. Yeah. Still. She still have to buy it. True. That's true. You know? Loser buys Johnny, buys the Gargano house a new TV. Right. Yeah, anyway, sorry. Right. That's probably what's going to fucking happen. Right, why not? All right. And then, oh, they were, so Drake Maverick and Killian Dane are supposed to, are going to take on the Undisputed Era. And Killian Dane uh, didn't show up. 
Right. So. Undisputed Air beat the fuck out of Drake Maverick. Mm-hmm. Was what, Roddy and Bobby Fish? Yeah. Yeah. And um, then backstage, like, they go to commercial and come back, and then they go to back, or back, cut to backstage. Right. And William Regal's like, walks up to Killing Dane's like, dude, you're gonna let them do that to him? And he's like, ah, whatever. And he goes out. So he goes out and, um, I don't know what happens. Somehow it ends in disqualification. But he goes to help Drake. Yeah, he does go to help Drake. That's what matters here. Oh, I think they pulled out a chair. Why not? So, and Drake and Killian Dane technically won. Yay. Oh yeah, Bobby Fish hit. Was that the main event? Bobby Fish hit Killian with the thing. So, no. Okay. There's one more. Cool. I think one more. Um, and William Regal announces there's going to be a number one contender type match. It's going to be a uh, NXT Gauntlet Eliminator match. Okay. So two men start in the ring. Every four minutes, another competitor enters. Okay. And you can only by eliminated be eliminated by pinfall and submission. And the oh. last man standing will be a number one contender. Oh, I kind of like some of that. Yeah. Eliminator gauntlet match. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So yeah, it's like a Royal Rumble mixed with a gauntlet match mixed with an elimination. And when is that yeah. happening? Um, Probably takeover. Ever. No, this is like next wow. week. Oh, oh, I, I want to go to oh, this. Oh no, October fourth. Two weeks. Th- two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. It's like right before takeover. Yeah. Okay, fair enough then. And then or no, the title is. No. What the fuck? I don't know. I don't know. It's gonna happen. That's it's gonna happens. happen <clears throat> before TakeOver. Okay. I don't know if TakeOver's on October 4th or if this match is on October 4th. I could, guess I could see the day of the week. The 4th is a Sunday. We're gonna get another Sunday TakeOver. Um, Boo. Okay, so I think this is Nobody happening either that. next week God or... damn it. Yeah. And I forget... I don't know. They've announced some people. But... Me. Oh, wait, no, I'm a surprise in this as well. Oh, yeah. And next week, we're also going to get Ciampa versus Jake Atlas. Yes. I think you said that already. But all right. Oh, yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. They just didn't officially announced it. Oh, Okay. Because earlier, Jake Atlas just challenged. Gotcha. Him, I guess. Gotcha. And then now, they now it's official. Yeah. William Regal signed off on it. Sweet. <clears throat> Good job, William. Yep. Uh, all right. I think this is the main event. Main event! NXT North American Championship. Damian Priest taking on Timothy Thatcher. I heard this was a hell of a match. I bet it was. I was looking forward to this. I forgot this happened. Who won? Because I don't know. Damian Priest. Still champion. I'm not surprised. I figured he was going to win. And he had, and uh, I think I had this for news and rumors as well, but I'll, he had new ring gear. Oh, cool. Um, Because his old ring gear, when he won the championship and got in the hot tub, it like bleached it from the chlorine. Oh, yeah. And so he couldn't it wear it. It looked awful, right? Yeah. And so he, had got, he got new ring gear. Fair enough. For this week. Fair enough. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah. Well, that'll take us on to SmackDown Live, sister, sister. Yeah. We'll breeze through this as usual. Uh, we cut, or we... Blah, blah. We cut a promo. We started off 
with uh, an episode of The Dirt Sheet. Okay. Ms. Morrison are in the ring. Um, talking to... The, oh, they were talking... Or they finally... Or they were talking about uh, the Mandy Rose move. And... Um, talking shit about Otis. And I think Otis comes out. Oh, yeah. Otis comes out. And Ooh, takes yeah. the Miz down. And take that, the Miz. Yeah. That's um, your I think this is where I think this is where he stripped the Miz down. Yeah. He stripped that the Miz down to his underwear. That's kind of funny. I didn't know that happened. Yeah. I don't know anything that happened on SmackDown. Yeah. I'm hearing it from the first time. Right it was now. really funny. That is pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Take that, the Miz. Yeah. Eddie versus boxer briefs. No, Teddy Whitey. Of course he did. He's going to be in his underwear on TV. Yeah. He's obviously wearing tighty wings. Yeah. Because that's the most embarrassing of the underwears. Right. Yeah. Who really wears tighty whities still? Well, The Miz. Other than The Miz, they make them just for him. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, like, even my dad moved to boxer briefs. Right? Like, you know, when the boomers are doing it. <laughs> you know? I guess there are still older people that might like their tidy weddings. Yeah. I like a little bit of freedom myself. Right. I do the boxer briefs. Same. It's great. Um, yeah. And then Cesaro and Shinsuke, or Cesaro took on Grand Metal League next. Okay. And Cesaro picks up the win. Nice. Um, Cesaro never wins, so that's dope. I know. They've been, they've been letting him win the decent amount. That's true. I mean, he is a tag team champion. Right. Um, <clears throat> interview with Jey Uso backstage. Uh, talking about Roman and whatever. Right. I guess they're teaming up tonight to take on Sheamus and Corbin. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. Like, yeah, it actually does make sense. Yeah. After last week. Right. So, okay. Fair mm-hmm. enough. Uh, oh, this was ridiculous and hilarious. Uh, Matt Riddle did, like, a backstage PSA. Okay. On how the word bro is awesome. Oh. And, like, because it can have so many meanings. So, he uses bro is being happy, sad, angry, afraid, and confident. That's fantastic. Yeah. Bro. It was really good. Bro. 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 Like, bro. bro. Yeah. Bro. Uh, it was really good. That is fantastic. So, um, then we got a moment of bliss with Alexa Bliss. Uh, and Nikki Cross is going to be the guest. Oh. Um, is Bliss on commentary later for a Lacey yes. Evans match? And, yeah. I saw the guy gif later on, then, yes. but we're not there yet. So, no. so hold your horses. Yeah. First moment of bliss. Nikki right. Cross, Alexa Bliss, go. Yeah. Um, what happens? No, Bliss says that they're friends. She's happy for her, that she gets to face Bailey. Um, yeah, I forgot. And then, <laughs> yeah. and then Lacey Evans comes out um, talking some shit. And then that's what leads to that match. Okay. Which is Lacey Evans versus Nikki Cross. Gotcha. And Nikki Cross picks up the win. And with a neck breaker, neck breaker, mm-hmm. and uh, after the match, yeah, that's when um, 
Lacey, Lacey Evans crawls, crawls out, out to the announce table, basically. Mm-hmm. I don't know what was said yeah. or what happened. She, yeah, she crawled out to the announce table and, like, started crawling up on it and then said something about The Fiend to Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. She just went blank. Yeah. And stood up. Fucking mm-hmm. Sister Abigail to right in the fucking floor. Yep. It was and nice, too. She does that really song. well. She does. Yeah, and then she just kind of trance walked off. Yeah. Yeah. That was good times. Right. Um, oh, I watched this whole thing, too. So, Paul Heyman narrated this, like, four-minute family history on the Anawi family. Okay. Um, In case so, you buds aren't in the know, that's Roman Reigns' family. Right, Roman Reigns' family, which includes, a you lot know, of Atha and Zika and Rikishi and Yokozuna and... Fatu and Hakku. Right. And, uh, Samoa Joe. No, no. Everyone, <laughs> everyone that's ever been Samoan except Samoa, Samoa Joe, Joe. Pretty, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, so, and even one Japanese-ish. Yokozuna, so. He only portrayed a Japanese. I know, that's why I said ish. Fair enough. That's, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, but it was really good. So... Um, okay, and then there was another, there was a, like a, Sasha's rehabbing down at the Performance Center, or over at the Performance Center, I don't know which direction it is from the Amway Center. I'm gonna say over. Over. Over sounds good. Yeah. Um, but. We weren't at the Performance Center, so I don't know. So Michael Cole and Corey Graves are digitally interviewing Sasha from the Performance Center. Oh, nice. And asking her questions, and it was was really well done. I would recommend going and watching this, too. Okay. Um, She never... She never denied what Bailey said was true. Okay. Which was fantastic. Right. Like, because if you remember last week, Bailey... um, She just let it roll. Yeah. Well, she was like, I'm, I attacked you before you attacked me. Right. And Sasha never mentioned that. She just kept going on how they were better together. Gotcha. And <clears throat> how they did everything together, how they built NXT together. And then saw, uh, Bailey attacks her from behind. Nice. Good. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Bailey's on fire right now. Yeah. This is, I'm like, I'm, I'm ready for this. for this. Yeah, me too. This is going to be dope. We've been. Building and teasing a proper feud between these two for, since NXT. Well, and not only that, but these two these two still have had one of my favorite women's matches ever. Right. At first Brooklyn takeover. Right. Fucking amazing. Amazing. So. Uh, I think it was the first one that was better. Mm. Um, yeah. AJ Styles took on Sami Zayn next. Um, title match? Non-title match. Non-title match. I figured, but... Uh, and AJ me. Styles picks up the win. Okay. Um, I'm having no number but, one contender here. Uh, and then they start arguing afterwards, but Jeff Hardy comes down and... Cheats. Uh, knocks both of them down, grabs a... Uh, Someone to grab the ladder. There's a ladder at some point, but either way, Jeff Hardy challenges them to a triple threat ladder match. Ladder match. Fuck yeah! Both belts hanging over the ring. Yeah, I'm all about this. Yep. 
Fuck yeah. So Jeff Hardy. Didn't we call that a Sammy couple Zane? weeks ago? I think so. Except I think we were calling it like a fatal four way with somebody else. No, I think it was always just these three. Was it just these three? Yeah. But fantastic. I'm totally about this. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be sweet. I mean, these are three of the best wrestlers oh, fuck yeah, out dude. there. Like fuck Jeff yeah. Hardy, AJ Styles, and Sami Zayn. These are three future Hall of Famers mm-hmm. in my opinion. Right. And deservedly. Fuck yeah. yeah. So Yeah. Great. Um <laughs> so Otis and Tucker are backstage and they get I guess served some papers because they are going to be sued by the Miz and Morrison for emotional distress uh-huh. and creating an unsafe working environment and um, they want their, the damages is they want the money in the bank briefcase from Otis. From Otis. Yeah. Yeah. And That's he has, uh-huh. So he can either, he has one week to decide if he wants to give up the money in the bank or go to court. He's going to go to court. I and then they're going to do court sketches. And, right. Yeah. Right. They probably won't be very good. But no. We can hope. Maybe. I mean, it's the Ms. Morrison, Otis, and Tucker, though. That's true. Those Those four, four guys can yeah. probably pull something off. I mean, the stuff I've seen, even though it's been, like, ridiculous... It's pretty funny. Fair enough. Like the whole... I like a good laugh. The lunch briefcase stuff. Yeah, that was pretty good. I liked that. The lunchbox. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so Seamus and Corbin are backstage talking about the Samoan street fight mm-hmm. that's coming up. That's right. what they're calling it. Yes. Between Roman Reigns and, and Jey Uso. Mm-hmm. Um, but Big E come... Or... The guy... Who, because last week Big E got attacked. Yes. And the guy who lured Big E wherever he went to get attacked came up to Seamus to tell him to come to the parking lot because they're towing his car. Oh. And this guy, um, so Seamus follows him and then Big E was out there waiting for him and tries to attack Seamus and Seamus runs off and gets away but the guy was left there okay and Big E was like so I heard you're the one you were behind this last week nice and uh starts just beating the fuck out of him nice beat the fuck out of him that's what he gets and he's like I don't know your name I'm gonna call you Larry. <laughs> just, Beat the fuck great. out of Larry. Yeah. Take it that, was, Larry. It was really good. I used right. to have a friend named Larry. Yeah. Then we got our uh, main event. Main Roman Reigns and Jey Uso versus Corbin and uh, Sheamus. Yeah. And Roman Reigns <clears throat> and Jey Uso. Yeah, of course. So. Um, but at the end, oh, it looks so good. It was this was really well done. So Jay gets like super excited, okay. and super stoked. And he, you know, trying to get Roman to celebrate and Roman gives him like this big hug and is smiling and looks happy and stuff. And then Jay starts walking off and then Roman's face just goes super serious. Like he's going to kill Jay. He is. This match is going to be He is. It's going to be fantastic. I Like, I can't believe I'm excited for a Roman Reigns Jay Uso main event. Like, They're doing some stuff right there. I know. All right. So yeah. Now what? 
That's the end. That's, that's the end of SmackDown Live, Sister Sister. That's this week in wrestling. Yeah. So since there's no pay-per-views, it's a short week, and we don't have two wrestlers to talk about because we're doing a top 100 right. recap at the end here. We got two pieces of trivia, so we're going to start off with trivia number one, which yeah. I'm going to ask BJ a handful of questions here. All right. So, uh... First off, did Kevin Owens or Finn Balor make their main roster debut first? Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is correct. Yes. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, who did John Cena debut against? Kurt Angle, Chris Benoit, Chris Jericho, or The Undertaker? Kurt Angle. Correct. I didn't need the multiple choice on him. Fair enough. I'll wait next time. Yeah. I won't give you the multiple choice on this one unless okay. you ask for it. Okay. <clears throat> Is Stephanie or Shane the oldest? <laughs> Shane. Yeah. Yes. Um, you probably know this one. In which season of NXT did Daniel Bryan debut? Uh, was it one? It was one, yes. How many WWE championships did Hulk Hogan win? Six it is. Who was Mark Henry's first official match against? May Young. No. <laughs> uh, first official match against one, two, three kids. Mm-hmm. I have no clue. You want the multiple choice first? Yeah. Okay, yes. Jeff Jarrett, uh-huh. Owen Hart, uh-huh. Jerry the King Lawler, uh-huh. Savio Vega. Savio Vega. That was my guess, too. It's wrong. No. It's Jerry the King Waller. Oh. Okay. Uh, this should be an easy one as well. Which superstar was never part of the Ministry of Darkness? You have to get the multiple choice yeah. for this one. Bradshaw, <laughs> Edge. I like I could come up with a hundred, like. <laughs> Bradshaw, Edge, Kane, or Midian? Kane. Correct. So that's a pretty easy one. Yeah. Uh, and what year did Ric Flair retire from the WWE? 2000 and... Was that nine? It was not nine. Earlier or later? Earlier. Seven? Mm-mm. Six? Mm-mm. Eight? Eight. Okay. <laughs> uh... How many times did Jeff Jarrett win the Intercontinental title? Uh, seven. No. Eight. Six. Six. Uh, <clears throat> I got two more. Which of these did Mr. Fuji never manage? Okay. Andre the Giant, the British Bulldog, Crush, or Jim Neidhart? Never manage. Same again. Andre, Bulldog, Crush, Anvil. I think Anvil. The Bulldog. Nope. He managed him too. He never managed Andre the Giant. Really? Yeah. Mr. Fuji never managed Andre. I could have swore I've seen him come to the ring with him at some point. Alright, last. I know what I'm thinking. I'm thinking of that one Survivor series. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Yeah. There was the group with Hogan yeah. in it. Yep. Yeah. That one. Yeah. Makes sense. Anyway. All right. Last question. question. We're going to end on a fucking WrestleMania 
Okay. How many WrestleMania matches did Andre the Giant have? Three? More or less. More. The lowest on the multiple choice is four, so, okay. yeah. Uh, was it four, five, six, seven or something? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... Five? Six. Six? Six? Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. Six of the first... uh, Six out of six. It was six for six. Was it? He was involved in all six, I'm pretty sure. I could have swore he missed at least one. Maybe he missed two when he was on one later on. But he's been involved in six. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. That'll take us on to news and rumors. News and or rumors. We'll go through mine here first, as always. According to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, the plan... To make the dynamic between Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman as different as possible as the yes. dynamic between Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar. Yes. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. I haven't really seen it yet. Like. No, but I think we're going to start to, I think we're going to start to see a breakout. Yeah. They're, they introduced the idea first. Now I think that since it's working, they're going to, mm-hmm. now they're figuring out what they're going to do with it. Um. Word on the street is Randy Orton could be winning the championship for McIntyre at Clash of Champions. Um, The idea with Mandy and Otis is that they're going to stay in their relationship, but it's going to be long distance, and that's going to play into their stories on their individual shows. Nice. We'll see how long that lasts, though. Um, Well, I hope... I Honestly, I hope it ends... Because there's no way Otis wins the Universal Champion. Like... Right. Honestly, I'd rather see him go to Raw and win the WWE Championship from someone on there. Orton. Orton. That would be dope. After Orton takes it from before McIntyre gets his rematch. Right. Yeah. And let him have it just for Dude, what if he just cashes in and they're like fucking champions? Otis just cashes in on fucking that would be dope. Randy Orton after he beats Drew McIntyre and takes it. Yeah. Fuck yeah. It's the Caterpillar. Right. Uh, Will Hot, you already told me, we already did that. Uh, Conan, uh, said that as of now, he's hoping Triple A will be able to start running shows sometime in October. Nice. Um, I've only got two left. Okay. Jeff Hardy has signed a new WWE contract. I saw that. Uh, I don't have any details about it, though. I just know that he signed Mm -hmm. one, but I don't guess Hardy's shared anything about it yet and WWE usually doesn't share shit about their contracts so go and then this is a two-parter PW Insider reported I think yesterday that Melina had signed with the World Wrestling Entertainment Federation and I saw this morning that Melina has reported that she has not in fact signed with World Wrestling Entertainment Federation correct so I saw that as well. Who knows who's kayfabing who here? Right, but, but that someone that did sign—that some wanted a surprise. Yeah. Right. I would also say I wasn't right. signed. If I but was honestly, sure. like with the whole Mandy thing, she'd be perfect to f- jump right in there. Yeah. With Miz and Morrison, I was thinking Melina and Mickey going for a tag team run with those fucking tag team belts. Oh no. Ladies Tag Team Championships. Right. No, I think she feuds with Mandy and joins Miz and Morrison. That's a possibility. That's what I would do. But anyway. Everybody right. says. I have. 
Uh, last week on SmackDown, okay. uh, Devon Dudley's sons were extras. Oh, nice. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Did they get the tables? No. No. Oh. Uh, the Star Wars Mandalorian show? Yeah, Sasha um, Banks is in it. Yeah, she's going to be in it. Um, she's in the trailer, I heard. Mm-hmm. She is. She's a Sith yeah. in the trailer, I heard. Yes. She looks like a thief. Cool. Thing, right? I like thieves yeah. when they're not thieving. Uh, an old picture in NXT has surfaced where um, uh, Dax Harwood and Luchasaurus tagged together. Fair enough. Yeah. I didn't know that. Cool. That's neat. So, Oh, this is a small trivia, but this one's really easy. Okay. You had to take a guess. If someone is back in jail, you get two guesses. Sonny? No. Okay. So who's the other one that's always in jail? Jeff Hardy. No. The other Uso. No. Teddy Hart. Oh, I didn't know he was out again. Oh, yeah. I thought he was still in. Nope. Oh, fair in. enough. Yep. Teddy fair Hart's enough. Teddy back in jail. I didn't so. know he got out the last time. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's... Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> what for this time? Um, it's only ten days. Because wasn't he, like, arguing with some bitch the last time? Uh, and possession. some dude was there? Yeah, this one's possession okay. of a uh, narcotic with intent to sell. Oh, damn. Yeah. Intent's never good. He only got ten days. And probably a hefty fine. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> um, Daniel Cormier was kind of uh, the UFC dude. Um, was kind of pitching his own. I saw this idea yeah. for how he should debut. Mm-hmm. He said he wants to do commentary for like six months on SmackDown, and uh, then have Roman come over and like smack the mic out of his hand and shut the fuck up, right? And be like right in there. Um, the I, did we? Not, I don't know if we announced this last week or not, but. Talking Shopamania is we did not. We're gonna have Talking Shopamania two uh, has been announced for November thirteenth, mm-hmm. uh, which is the Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson big event thing. Yes, that they did last time, um, which was pretty much the worst thing ever. But it was so. It good. was great and and an awful like right. it was great like like Thanks Killing was great right. Um, like Troll Two was great. The main event has been. Announced. Yes. Uh, Sex Ferguson is taking on. Janet uh, Too Bad. Janet Too Bad. Or, yeah. Uh, in a balls. A ball for a ball match. Yes. I'm excited. I'm. I'm. I'm I still don't know what the fuck I watched from the first one, but I'll watch this one. Yeah. Uh, someone. Oh. Someone that did actually sign a new contract with WWE Jeff Hardy. is Wade Barrett. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, I thought we did that last week. Nope. Fair enough. No, last week he guest commentated, and this week he, he actually signed. He signed, that's right. Yeah. And he is going to be, yeah, he'll be basically replacing Morrow mm-hmm. in NXT. Right. So. Yeah. Just um, do what you guys do. Chris Jericho has filed two. Uh, New trademarks. Okay. One for Million Viewer Man. Yes. I heard that one. He was talking about that mm-hmm. one on his podcast. And the other for Clint Bobsky. Okay. Which was his... Character uh, on fucking... Southpaw. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. So, with the whole Clint Bobsky thing, people are rumoring he might be, that might be used at Talking Shop it's, Mania. It's what it's going to be, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. So, I hope so. Me too. Uh, He'd be a yeah. good announcer for it. Yeah. And then he could wrestle as the million viewer man. True. And maybe get... Uh, a million views. Get a suit. And instead of, like, the dollar signs all over it, get, uh, like, TV screens. Oh, yeah. Nice. Right. With dollar signs on them. On them, yeah. That'd be dope. I thought you were going to say pictures of the million dollar mm. man all over the place. Little million dollar mans. Oh, here it is. Okay, so the last five-star match... And this will lead us into our trivia. Oh, then hang on. We're going to take a break. Oh, okay. I can't. Just like that, the buds are back. Yeah. Even though you just said that. Anyway. It was a good line, so I said it again. So, yeah. With that five-star match, the parking lot brawl. Yes. uh, Which also, um, that Kazarian match uh, with Hangman, Mm -hmm. that got four stars as well. Which is dope. I did too. I got four stars on Wednesday as well. Nice. Mm -hmm. Um... Aren't, not you, a five star. aren't you glad I got got you those stickers? Yes. Yeah. Or got dribs those stickers, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> She's the one that gives them to you. Right. For your performance. Yeah. She gave uh, me a four star on Wednesday. Yeah. That's pretty good. I mean, for for four years, that's pretty good. Right. I mean. <laughs> Still getting fours, man. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe next year you'll get five stars. My average is four and a half right now. So nice. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah. It's not. Well, yeah. Because you, you start at high. I mean, you got like a six star off the bat. <laughs> but, That's true. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah, that, that match, as I said earlier, was the first five star match since Clash of Champions 1989. Okay. Uh, and do you, do you know what that match was? Rick Flair and Ricky Steamboat? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Where did I put the fucking paper? I don't know. There it is. But that was an easy one. Yeah, that was an easy one. All right. So, Clash of Champions history. Oh, God. All right. Okay. Spend the wheel, make the deal. What year was the first Clash of Champions? 1986. Nope. 1983. No. 88. Yes, 88. Okay. 88 was the first one. What company put on the first Clash of Champions? Jim Crockett Promotions? No. Or do you mean like NWA? NWA. Yeah, NWA. NWA. Is NWA class? Jim Crockett was NWA at the time, so. Who main evented? Ric Flair. Yes. And Lex Luger? No. Was it also Steamboat at mm-hmm. this one too? I'm not sure then. Nope. Sting. Okay, see, I was thinking this is the one where Sting got hurt right before and wasn't able to wrestle and Lex Luger yeah. filled in. So I'm just thinking yeah. of the wrong event. So it was yeah. Sting. This okay. was Flair versus Sting for the NWA Championship. Did Sting win? How did it finish? Sting won. No. Ric Flair won with mm. figure four leg lock. No. <laughs> 45 Hulk Hogan won. Hulk Hogan won. No. 45-minute time limit draw. Okay, nice. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I bet Sting was so fucking over after that. Yeah. So, NWA ran, uh, what year, what year was the first WCW Clash of Champions? 
Yes. 1991? 19... Yep. 1991. Okay. Who may have invented that one? Ric Flair and... Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Nope. That was a joke. Something just, almost just as weird. You want a hint? Flying Brian Pillman. No. Yeah, I do want a hint. Bill Goldberg's favorite wrestler. Fuck, I don't remember. Scott Steiner? Yep. <laughs> yeah. In 91? 91 for the WCW Championship. That is weird. Yes. Okay. And how did it finish? 45-minute time limit draw. No, but it was also a draw. Okay. It was like a double disqualification. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Or double count out. Yeah, so, yep. All right. What year was the last WCW Clash of Champions? Nineteen ninety six? Nope. Ninety eight? Nope. Two thousand? Nope. I don't know. Ninety seven. Okay. What was the main event of that one? Hollywood Hulk Hogan? No. Ric Flair versus. I'll give you a clue. Okay. It's a tag team match. The Outsiders. No. I don't know when this took place in the storyline, so it's really hard to... Yeah. Harlem Heat versus the Nasty Boys. Nope. I have no clue. Uh, Macho Man Randy Savage and Scott Hall versus DDP and Lex Luger. I was way too early, so okay. Fair enough. That's and that was for the Tag Team Championships. Event. Okay. Yeah. Still horrible. Uh, who won? NWO. Yes. Yeah. Okay. What year was the first WWE Clash of Champions? I didn't know they did one. Yep, they've done three. That's right, because it used to be Night of Champions. Yeah. 2006. No. 2016. Okay. So it has just been the last yep. recent years, but they changed it. Yep. What was the main event of that one? Seth Rollins and Sting? No. Nope. Seth Rollins and 2016? Yep. Is this J&J? Randy Orton? No. Sting wasn't at a Clash of Champions. Sting was at a big show with SummerSlam or some shit. Yeah. I don't know. Kevin Owens. Okay. I never would have got that. Yeah, for the Universal Championship. I knew it was for the main title. I just wasn't sure who he was facing. And who won that? Is that where Kevin Owens won? Mm -hmm. And got his first and only Universal? Actually, he he retained at this point. Yeah. Oh, he was the champion already. Okay, he had already won. He had already won it. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. This, this is before was Goldberg took it off of him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. And what was last year's main event? It was also for the Universal title. Brock Lesnar? No. Mm-hmm. No, he was WWE at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Fiend? Nope. This was pre-themed then. I have no idea, dude. Fuck uh, Universal title. Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman. Okay. Yeah. Who cares? 
and Seth won. No way. Obviously. All right. What else? That's it. Oh. That takes us to the top 100 yeah. countdown. Yeah. But this was tough this week. Yeah, it really was. BJ and I had to go through and recap the guys that we did not lock in in the last 10, being numbers, what, 70 through 60? No, mm-hmm. 60 through 51, and then had to go through numbers 50 through 41 and reorder and lock in the bottom 10 again. So we'll start off, as always, with number 60, and yeah. I guess I'll do the evens and you do the odds. Number yep. 60 was originally Goshiyazaki, yeah. and this is where I put Michael Elgin. Yes, fuck Mike Logan. Fuck Mike Logan. And I would put him farther behind if I could. I was going to say, I'm looking at the the rest of the top 100. Like, Batista's at 100, and just because he had a short run, and fuck Michael Logan, I could put him behind Batista. Yeah, he would definitely go below Abyss on my list at number 100. So, But we can't do that. That's not the rule. So, So, 59 uh, was Kyle O'Reilly. And this is where I have Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah, and this is locking him in. And this is where I finally locked in Christian. And he's on his own. Fine, at last he's on locked in. On his own. Number fifty-eight was originally Rock Hard Jake Hagar or Jack Swagger for you WWE mm-hmm. fans out there. And this is where I put Takashi Segura. Yeah, and this is where I put Kyle O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. So yeah. 57 was Johnny Gargano. Johnny G. And this is where I lock in Minoru Suzuki. Yeah, this is where I locked in Zack Sabre Jr. Just a couple um, spots ahead of each. That's like, I think that's the biggest difference we've had ever. Suzuki? Like through two lists now. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. And number 56 was originally Takashi Segura. And this is where I put Pac or Neville for you WWE yeah. fans out there. And this is where I also put Pebble. I think we're going to find a lot of our... Or not. Uh, most of ours are pretty close together from this pretty point close. forward again. There's yeah. some differences. We talked about Suzuki still to come. Yeah. Uh, let's see. That's you. 50. 50. I know. I'm getting there. God damn it. I wasn't sure. I had to look. I thought it was me again. 55 <coughs> with RVD. Or Rob Van Dam for you... Uh, uh, what's that called? Acronym? Sure. Is it where the yeah, letters? It's an yeah, you acronym haters. Because uh, <laughs> there's so many people that hate acronyms out there. There could be, you don't know. Not in 2020, not America. Millions. There could be millions. There's, and millions. There's tens of us that hate it. Um, anyway. Anyways. That's where RVD was. Yeah. But I got Bully Ray here. Me too. Yeah. And that's where I put Bubba Ray for you WWE fans yeah. out there. Yeah. Number 54 was originally where Pac was located at. Mm-hmm. And this is where I have Mr. Wade Barrett or Stu Bennett for you w- non-WWE fans right. out there. I got him there, too. Mm-hmm. So We tied. We did. Wade Barrett. Uh, at 54. 53 was Mr. Anderson. He's been locked in. Yeah. And this is where I have Johnny kick him in the ding-ding. Gargano. Yeah, I locked Johnny G in last week. Right. For last time. This is where I put CD, Christopher Daniels, the yeah. Fallen Angel. Locking him in. Nice. Number 52, Matthew Hardy, or Matt Hardy for you actual wrestling fans out there. Mm. Whether it's version 1, Broken, or just Matt Hardy, Team yeah. Extreme. Uh, I replaced him with number 52, Will Ospreay. Yeah. And this is where I have RVD. Or, you know, Rob Van Dam for you acronym haters out there. Fucking acronym haters. Mm-hmm. And then the last spot to be locked in, BJ? 51. 
This is where they had Bully Ray. Mm-hmm. And this is where I locked in Christopher Daniels. And this is where I locked in Rob Van Dam. Yep. Or RVD for you acronym yep. lovers out there. Yep. And the rest uh, are here. still free to move and rock and roll on and forward yep. as we move on through another 10 after this week. But mm-hmm. let's cap them first. Number 50 was William Osprey originally. And this is where mm-hmm. I put... Rusev or yeah. Miro for you AEW fans out there. And this is where I put Will Ospreay. Uh, yeah, like for me, Osprey has helped reinvent a lot of flippy shit and stuff. So that's why I kind of did let him stay in the running here compared to you. Yeah. So I liked Rusev better. I I got Rusev in here too. It's because you like Suzuki better. I like Suzuki better than Osprey. Yeah. Uh, 49 was Bray Wyatt. This is where I have The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. And this is where I have The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. Yeah. I felt like he was just... Like, him and Rusev are both guys that should be higher on this list, yeah. but they weren't used properly. But Bray gets Correct. the nod here because he's a former world champion. Yeah. That's it. That's the whole reason he's one spot ahead of Rusev. Right. Number 48 was originally Wade Barrett. We've already talked about him. This mm-hmm. is where I finally have put Minoru Suzuki. Yeah. yeah. He's just fucking the shit. He's... Right. <laughs> That's gross. He's he's what got me... Like, he's the guy that I first attached myself to in New Japan that right. got me to be a fan of New Japan wrestling. Like, he was that first guy that did it for me. So, that's why that. he goes so highly on my list. I get that. Uh, where are we at? Number 48. 48. This is where I have Rusev. Just a couple um, spots ahead of me. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. So, why'd you put him ahead of Bray? I mentioned why I put Bray ahead because right. of the world title. Um, I feel like Rusev, while Bray had a more, it, it, Bray was a little more successful, I would say, but I think Rusev was still more over. It was kind of my thing. That makes like, sense. I can get behind that, because Rusev Day was huge. Yeah. Fucking huge. And, like, the way Rusev, no matter what bullshit was thrown at him, he got it over. Where Bray Wyatt still had some shit that, that was missed. That that's was true. Shit. That's valid. Like, I mean, that Randy Orton feud that led to WrestleMania 33 should have been amazing. Yeah, yeah and it wasn't. And it wasn't. No, I'm with and you on that. I was just curious. And but like, that makes sense. And even though, like, Rusev, you know, his big feud with John Cena, he came to WrestleMania in a fucking tank. And I mean, honestly, I could use that as just. I was going to say, if you just said up. that excuse right there alone is that he came to WrestleMania 31 in a tank or 30, yeah. whichever it was. Yeah. 30. Yeah. That's all you needed. That is just, a, just that saying. Is, if you would have just said that, I'd have been cool. But all your other reasons just make it make even more sense. <laughs> yeah. So. So that's why he's ahead. Dope. Mm-hmm. 47, this is where they had Rusev. Yes. Uh, this is where I have Big E or oh. Big E Langston for you uh, uh, NXT fans mm-hmm. out there. He was Langston for the first part of WWE. Oh, yeah. WWE, when he was that's still with Dolph and AJ yeah. back in the oh, day. Yeah, yeah and this is where I also had Big E. Yeah. Yeah, he's um, a fucking multiple time tag team champion. Mm-hmm. He's they're gonna go down as one of the greatest tag teams ever. Um Oh yeah, the New Day's amazing. I mean, they're up there like for trios, I mean they're up there with the fucking Freebirds and the original NWO yeah, and like Fuck yeah. Them. Fuck yeah. SCU SCU, yeah. Mm-hmm, for sure. So yeah. Next up number forty six was originally the real world's champion, mm-hmm. Nick Aldis. 
this is where I put Matt Hardy finally. Yeah, I did as well. He's just he's done everything. He's been everywhere. Right. He's got so many gimmicks that now his gimmick is changing between all of his different gimmicks. Right. And most of them are pretty good to great. So mm-hmm. I don't know what else to say. He's a champion he everywhere. He's held multiple belts on multiple occasions on multiple organizations. Now he's helped leading the way for new kids. Yep. You wouldn't have Will Ospreys without Matt Hardy. Yeah. No. Not just Matt Hardy. No. You know, we already talked about RVD, and we got one other guy we're going to talk about that without whom we would not have the existence of Will Ospreys and such. Right. But yeah, before we get there, I guess we're on you. We're yeah. on. Forty-five was where Mike uh, fucking Elgin was, and this is where I have CM Punk. Yes, I also put Charles Montgomery Punk here. Yeah, so like, I kind of debated. I debated on Punk for quite a bit if he deserves to be this high, and because realistically, he he only had four years in this decade. But those four years included one of the greatest runs of our lifetimes, right? Like um, that 2011 and that Money in the Bank. Like the the feeling in that stadium was, and the feeling watching at home felt like watching WrestleMania three and Hulk Hogan slam Andre. Like without that type of feeling. without CM Punk and about three or four other guys, I don't think you ever would have got me back into wrestling. Right, him being world champion when you got me back in is what pulled me back in because CM yeah. Punk was that fucking good. He was, and he could have been more if they would have just listened to him. Because everything he was saying is what is right. We wanted WWE to be, and if they would have just listened to him. They, I bet you they'd be getting. They would just up. listen. Period. That's the yeah. problem is they don't fucking listen to anybody. Well, yeah, that's except for fucking Vince McMahon. But yeah. But yeah. So let's uh, let's wrap her up here. We're almost there. Number forty four mm-hmm. was originally Biggie Langston, mm-hmm. and this is where I put Barack Lesnar. Yeah, I did as well. Uh, nobody moved the ratings this decade like Brock Lesnar for mm-hmm. TV wrestling. Right. Nobody was a bigger draw than Brock Lesnar overall mm-hmm. between his in- MMA shit and his former runs as WWE and now this one. Yeah. He came back and had some killer fucking matches with John Cena and with Triple H. Yep. And then he went on a tear of just destroying everybody, including The Undertaker and his fucking streak. And before he finally jobbed out to Drew McIntyre after they tried to do it to Roman Reigns and couldn't get him over. Mm-hmm. They finally did it to Drew McIntyre and led us into the reign that we're experiencing right now today. Right. And even though that was this decade, like I said, Brock Lesnar is just, he really is one of the last, like, attraction guys. Mm. Like, he's like fucking Andre was. You don't need him on every show, but when he's there, like, people fucking pay attention. Yeah. Because he's Brock Lesnar. Right. He's a badass motherfucker who's a legit, he doesn't just look it, he's a legit badass motherfucker. Oh, yeah. And proved it with his MMA record. So, yeah. What you mean, I can't say anything more. Fair enough. Uh, 43 was CM Punk. And this is where I have Rey Mysterio. Yeah. This is really the only top five difference. This is where mm-hmm. I put Drew McIntyre. Yeah, we flip-flopped these two. Yeah. So might as well just put Yeah, number 42 in. was originally Christopher Daniels, and yeah. we've already talked about him. And, yeah, this is where I put Mysterio, BJ put McIntyre. So, right. for me, Rey Mysterio, I mean, I've said Rey Mysterio is a fucking legend. And he's still doing shit that decade and this one, but in mm-hmm. that decade that 
that was fucking trendsetting and and breaking the mold and inventive and new and fresh and he did it mm. everywhere in the world and Drew McIntyre did too yeah. but it took him until the 2020s to hit the top the peak right. the WWE championship right. which Mysterio did a previous decade before yeah and that ultimately is why I gave Mysterio the nod if you think about it they kind of mm-hmm. shadowed each other on the indies but right. Mysterio was already a legend and Drew had to work his right. way up from being a bottom guy to a top guy right. And Drew McIntyre is a top guy. Yeah. He's the superstar they wanted Roman Reigns to be. Yeah. But he didn't get made by WWE. He right. made himself. Right. That's the difference. And see, for me, like, to me, it's... I like a good redemption story, and that's why I want to put him, Drew McIntyre ahead of Ray. Like, yeah, Ray did a lot. He did a lot on the indies that, de- you know, that decade. Went to New Japan... Um, and Drew McIntyre did, yeah, and Lou, you know, Drew McIntyre did the same thing. He right. was more in the UK scene. Right. Um, you know, doing all that. But to me, it's, you know, he started the decade as the chosen one, you know, winning the Intercontinental Championship, uh, you know, and then getting stuck in 3MB and trying, I mean, for what it was and what shit they were given, he did it well. Um, at first, and then he lost himself, and then got fired. Right. And, you know, and then he just went on the indies and completely remade himself and got Became the Scottish psychopath. Yeah, and got, got fucking jacked, and, like, and then the redemption story. And then what, what kind of tipped it over the edge for me was the him coming back and then go, having to go to NXT first and winning that championship and in his NXT run... Mm-hmm. And that's what kind of put it over the top for me was the the NXT like because he was I mean his NXT run was fucking fantastic. It was agree. He's been they um, they booked him properly in WWE too. Yeah. So all right, then let's wrap right. around BJ number forty one. This is where Drew McIntyre was, but but this is where Nick Aldis has to go. The real world's champion, like, the world heavyweight champion, Nick Aldis. Yeah. We, here's what I'm gonna say mm-hmm. is go back. It's free yeah. in the bud, Kimes. Listen to the episode where BJ and I book in these 20 wrestlers while we talking about mm-hmm. Nick Aldis and Mike Welgan in the same episode. Yeah. yeah. And just listen to what we say about Nick Aldis, and that's why he's number one. Yeah. He's For the sure. real world's champion. That's why we yes. call him the real world's champion, not yes. the NWA champion or the WWE yeah. champion like we do those champions. He's right. the real world's champion. Yes. You know, he's the guy um, I would pick to be the champion of my promotion right. if I had to pick one guy to be that main face. Right. And that's what Billy Gore, Billy Corrigan thought the same way. Yeah, and then after you're done listening to that free mm-hmm. episode in the Bud Kai's where we talk about mm-hmm. Nick Aldis, hit us up on the social media and tell us who, what matches we should watch next week when we talk about number forty, Naito mm-hmm. of know. the New Japan variety. Yeah, and number thirty-nine, James Storm, the Cowboy. Yeah, I'm excited for both of these guys. I am. Um, I don't think James Storm should be as high as he is on this I, list. I agree with that. Um, but we'll see. we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, if you want to tell us what matches to watch, you can hit us up at BudsWW on the Twitter or email to the Gmail to the same. You can get me at D-A-R-R-E-L-L underscore G-U-N-S on the Twitter. And you can get me at Beach 2004 That's B-E-E-J-2-0-0. Leave us a five-star comment, like, share, subscribe, reviews, and shares, and likes, and... Yeah, and tell everybody. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies, tell the guy down the road, the dog down the street, the mailman, 
the Milkman. If you host a podcast, you should yeah. tell your podcast listeners about oh, Let's Watch cool. Wrestling. And then tell us you told your podcast listeners so we can tell our podcast listeners tell about you. your podcast. Right. And, and so we can listen to it as well. Yeah. Know? Maybe I already do and we don't know it. Maybe. Who knows? I don't fucking know. I don't yeah. listen to that. I haven't been listening to podcasts lately. I listen to some, but I've cut out a lot. It's yeah. a lot, a lot. So, yeah. Yeah. I've been on a 90s country kick. A lot. I've just found I'm happier when I listen to and music, then, so I've listened yeah. to more music. And then I just switched over to 2000s rap. Nice. Which I've been enjoying a lot. There's so. a lot of good 2000s rap. Yeah. There's a lot of good rap in all the years. There's some Keep stuff I forward. forgot about, like Bubba Sparks. Yeah, fuck yeah, Remember man. Bubba I remember Bubba Sparks. Sparks with three X's. Right? Right, because that's how you do. Tell us how many X's you're in your name is Bud. Until next time, that's BJ over there. Ooh, that's girl over there. They probably don't have any X's in the name. That's three X's. Peace out, guys. Go away.